Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. This is Probably True, stories of queer life and even queerer sex. Please be aware that this podcast contains strong language and adult themes. It would be boring without them. The Continuing Adventures of Non-Binariness, with me, your favourite non-binary mess. Recently, I had my first experience of euphoria. Not the TV show, that's just teenagers running around doing drugs and having feelings. It's just saved by the bell with extra dicks. And honestly, if it's not A.C. Slater in his Lycra wrestling outfit, I'm not that bothered. Anyway, not that kind of euphoria. This is gender euphoria, I think. At the time, I was too busy enjoying myself to be thinking too much about it. Like when you almost get arrested for a passionate moment in a public place because all the blood was moving away from the parts of your brain that know to look for security cameras. Anyway, as part of my exploring my non-binary existence, I decided that when I attended a friend's wedding earlier this month, I would go in a dress. Well, no, I didn't actually decide like that. I tried on a lot of suits first, and I just found them super uncomfortable. I think this is a class thing, to be honest. Where I grew up, if you saw someone wearing a suit, it was because they were on their way to a parole hearing. Anyway, I tried on a few different suits, and none of them really felt right. Just uncomfortable. I generally wear a lot of black because it's supposed to be slimming, and at heart I'm still the fat kid that got bullied by the skinny twinks. And a black suit says funeral rather than wedding. Or rather, it says funeral on someone with a different body shape to mine. It's all kind of dignified mourning and mildly sexy in an inappropriate kind of way. On me, it says, bouncer who's a bit overdressed for a night outside Weatherspoons. Anyway, suits make me uncomfortable. I bought one anyway, because I'd spoken to a shop assistant, and at that point it seemed rude not to. It's fine. It's generally a nice suit, but I wasn't feeling it. So I left the shop, and as I wandered into the street with the back of my hand pressed against my forehead as I lamented my lack of style or grace, my eyes clouded with tears at my own lump and grotesquerie, and unable to see or hear the sounds of the street over my own wails and moans, I staggered, awkwardly, into traffic, and was nearly hit by an oncoming car. The two lovely queers driving it scraped me off their bonnet and took me for a coffee to calm me down. As we sat and chatted and agreed that no one needed to get sued, they reminded me that, as a non-binary queer, I didn't need to wear a suit if I didn't want to. I could, in fact, consider wearing a dress. Because what is the point of being queer if you're just following boring people rules? The rules that matter are the ones we choose for ourselves. I'm going to say that again for the people at the back. The only rules that matter are the ones we choose for ourselves. And I ummed and I ahed, as I wasn't keen on going into a dress shop by myself to try on dresses. I had no idea of my size, or if I'd get kicked out, or called a pervert, or something like that. And besides, my body may be a slab of hunky muscle for a man, but all of the girls' clothes that might fit this body shape would be in the fat last try the best section. Luckily, those two lovely queers were having none of this, and they dragged me, bodily, into a dress shop. 
Not just any dress shop. This couldn't have been a quiet moment with no one around, so we could do this awkward thing in silence without getting disturbed. That would be far too easy. This little shop was stuffed with 11 million bitchy white teenage girls getting dresses for their prom. There must have been about 20 of them. Or three. Probably three. I don't know. I was already panicking, and I'm not great at maths, so shush. Anyway, in we pop and start looking at dresses. I found a pair of sunglasses I liked, which is not the same thing, and I realise that I'm still avoiding the thing that I'm here to do. So I go and find the nice lady running the shop and, awkwardly, shyly, quietly, ask her if she's anything that would be in my size, whatever size that is, because I have no idea. And like I say, I'm not even sure what sort of dresses would fit my frame. I am in no way what you might call feminine. And this woman, bless her, I saw the look in her eyes as I asked the question, and I think she was expecting me to ask for directions, or if she could change a tenor or something. There was a moment of confusion as she changed mental gears, but then she kind of pointed me in the right direction for the sort of sizes that I am, and I wandered around awkwardly, not really knowing what I was looking for. I found a couple with nice patterns on, and I thought to myself, if I were a girl, I'd probably like this, and I slunk over to the fitting rooms. This, in itself, is not something I've needed to do in quite a while. I tend to buy my clothes online, and I buy the same thing in different sizes, so I can find one that fits and send the rest back. It's a fun little dress-up thing. That way, if I don't like it, or if the fit makes me look like a zeppelin in a condom, I can send it straight back, and no one need know of my terrible shame. Here, here, I had to go into a little room and fight with a dress, which was all very new. I only found out dresses have zips after I nearly ripped one, Incredible Hulk style, trying to get all of my bulging muscles and chest hair into it. Eventually, I manage, and I step out into the little area where the mirrors are, and also where all the bitchy teenage girls are. They were trying on their dresses at the same time, because of course they fucking were. It was a super vulnerable moment for me, because this wasn't drag or anything, I wasn't being a character, it was just me trying on a dress, and all the girls suddenly fell silent. The whole street fell silent, somewhere in the distance. A dog barked as we enjoyed this awkward moment together. I didn't notice, but apparently one of them slyly lifted their phone up and tried to take a picture of me. But luckily, one of my queers did notice and immediately stood in the way, looked directly down the lens and went, girl, while doing a disdainful shake of the head. They all left quite soon after that, almost as if three queers coming into them gaying up the space made them feel uncomfortable or something. Can't think why. Anyway, they fucked off to go have pillow fights or get pregnant or whatever it is teenage girls do. Don't know. Never cared enough to find out. Anyway, then the shop lady came over, looked at me standing there in this dress and said, well, and I was sure she was going to kick us out for scaring away her legit customers and breaking the zip on one of her dresses. Almost breaking the zip. It was like that when I found it. Anyway, well, she says, and I um and I ah and managed to kind of stutter out that I'm not really feeling it. And she nods, and I really expected her to say, well, yes, you are a great lump of man, trying to pretend that fitting into a dress is ever going to look good on you. Of course you look stupid. Now take it off before you ruin it any further, and get the fuck out of my shop before I call the police, or possibly some kind of helpline for the terminally ridiculous. But what she actually said was, I think it might be the waist is too high for your body shape. Let's go and look. And she grabbed my hand and took me off to find more dresses. No judging, no snarky comments, just genuinely trying to help me find something. I tried a few more on, and I realised that I was relaxing and getting quite into it. I wasn't just some random, well I am some random weirdo, but you know what I mean. She wasn't treating me like I was a random weirdo. I was just another customer, same as all the others. And that was really nice. It meant a lot. I still wasn't having much luck with the dresses though, and eventually I said, 
you know, I just don't feel comfortable in any of these. They just don't feel right. And my queer friend, who was fighting with the zip trying to get me out of one of them, said, that's because you're trying to think like a girl. Instead of thinking, if I were a girl, what would I wear? Try framing it differently. Stop thinking in terms of boys and girls and all that stuff. And just think, what would I like to wear? What do I think would look good on me now as I am? And that really helped. I stopped trying to find something that would make me feel feminine and nanny, and instead thought about what just would look good on me. It felt kind of weird to start with, but I had a couple of supportive friends and the lovely lady who was being a proper ally as she was helping me find sizes and generally discussing different cuts and kinds of dress and things like that. Women's clothes, by the way, are so complicated. There's not just dresses, there's tea dresses and maxi dresses and all sorts of technical wank. As a boy, it's quite simple. If it covers your top half, it's a t-shirt or a shirt. If it covers your legs, it's trousers. Unless it only covers half your legs, in which case it's shorts. Or it doesn't cover your legs at all, in which case it's hot pants and you should get changed immediately because you're putting people off their dinner. That, by the way, is proper allyship. The nice lady in the shop, I mean, not the hot pants. A lot of people think of being an ally as just being okay with things. Like, good for you, well done. Which, in this situation, she'd have stayed over by the till and kept an eye on us from afar. But that's not being an ally. That's just base-level decent human being. Actual allyship is where you get involved and actively help make things better. For this nice lady, it was helping me find the right size and giving me some non-judgmental advice. With all this happening, it was really exhilarating and fun and quite exciting to be trying on new clothes and seeing myself in them. Not trying to be a boy or a girl, but just me. Doing my thing, wearing whatever I want. It was freeing and joyous and lovely, and honestly, I would like more feelings like that in my life. Eventually, I decided on a slinky off-the-shoulder red dress that made me feel very sexy, and the tiny little straps meant I could show off my BIG MUSLY ARMS! And I accessorized it with a pearl necklace, a real one, fuck you very much, and some black leather boots. It felt like a good balance. There was some feminine, there was some masculine, and all the kind of bits in the middle. Which, you know, a bit more me. It was more a gown than a dress, if I'm honest. Which seems appropriate, as I might not identify as male or female, but I do identify as a classy bitch. This vibe was only slightly undercut by me going, It's so swishy! every time I moved. I didn't even consider wearing heels because I have no interest in making myself uncomfortable for other people's benefit. And also, I'd probably fall over a lot. Besides, I know that if I did get any unwelcome attention in the street while wearing my non-binary finery, as a classy bitch, let me tell you, there's nothing like a Doc Martin boot for kicking someone's balls into their throat. That was... Probably True, the multi-award-winning storytelling podcast created to remind all of our queer siblings that we are none of us alone. If you like what you heard and you want me to keep doing it, you can support the show at patreon.com forward slash probably true. A big and heartfelt thank you to all of my Patreon subscribers. If you follow me on the socials or the Discord chat thing I have set up for the podcast, you'll know that recently my laptop completely died. It is not an exaggeration to say that if I didn't have you lovely people supporting me on Patreon, I wouldn't have been able to afford to replace it and continue doing these lovely little stories. So, thank you again for everyone who supports this silly little show. If you'd like to be one of the cool kids, you can sign up at patreon.com forward slash probably true. Just like Francois Tremblay, who is not only cool, but is also the kind of Hanson that distracts you midway through talking to them. And Jeffrey Bridges, 
who is so cool that a movie star nicked his name. Thank you again to them and all of my other Patreon subscribers. I literally couldn't do this without you. Okay, love you, bye. Are you tired of listening to the same playlists over and over again? Are you ready for something new? Discover the latest music from LGBTQIA musicians on Homo Ground. There's so much music ready for you to devour, like this song by Carl X. What are you waiting for? Visit homoground.com or search Homoground on your favorite podcast app. Same ground, different sound. You're on Homoground. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm.